0: We're going to dance,
1: we're going to dance, we're going to dance, and have some fun. Dig. Dig.
2: Although it could be any time of day when you're listening to this. But just to kind of give you a feel for the vibe where I'm at. It is a Friday morning. I'm super happy that I managed to achieve my preferred routine of doing this. Which is I get up on Friday and I have my coffee. And I sit here with my little goofy dog. And she uh, takes a nap while I pull these cards. Um, And it is a beautiful week ahead. I have to tell you, there is a lot going on astrologically um, and astronomically and also a lot of solar uh, influx coming in. There's there have been several fairly significant coronal mass ejections or solar flares um, over the last week and more to be expected. That does interfere with communications a little. You may feel some physical effects of that. You may have felt that this last week. Um, being revved up. Also being tired. Um, I know that sounds like so general. Like okay say that it makes you feel everything. And then it'll work. But you understand what I mean. That quote unquote ascension flu kind of feeling. Um, it can you know. Headaches. Pressure. That sort of thing. Um and rest is the best option staying grounded uh with Gaia and having your roots into the earth and that light coming in and that flow going through you will really help you during those times I had to rest a lot this last week but I also did a lot and I had some amazing conversations um Quick anchor tip, if you use anchor to record it all, or you're invited on a podcast, Uh, I recorded last night with um, some, it it was the project is a intergenerational discussion about spiritual things. And um, so I had a a Xenial and a millennial. (laughs) And they uh, helped me hack the glitches that you have sometimes an anchor and so if you communicate with people on Instagram for instance um, if you're going to have someone on your podcast either text it to them their phone number or email it to them because what Instagram and I think also Facebook Messenger does is they pop it out into their own window to sort of like hold that internet activity captive uh kind of like when you're in your Gmail and you'll pull up a link and then it does it in its own thing and doesn't go to Chrome automatically. And so you're kind of trapped in your email. Uh, So at any rate, if you do it through Instagram, what it does is every time the screen times out or anything, it causes a lot of bad connection, connectivity, and will disrupt the signal. So I learned that from my guests, which you'll be listening to very soon when I get that released. Um, such a great conversation, but I have me laughing because, you know, I'm slowly turning into my grandma with the blinking light on the VCR who wouldn't use a microwave because it was going to do something to her. <laughs> so uh Yeah, they fixed my blinking VCR for me. And the connection is just so much stronger, the signal um, on the recording. So, strongly encourage you to take that tip. So, this week we're covering uh, April 25th to May 1st. Our soul action plan. There is, of course, a super pink moon coming on the 26th. That is a full moon. And... It's about being present and tending your garden. Uh, What have you planted or conjured or created over the winter? Um, Releasing the density of winter. Grounding into Mother Earth. uh, Connecting with Earth and the sun and source energy. Being adaptable. Having the courage to try uh, new things or things that are outside of your comfort zone pleasure, fun uh, between Taurus season and this full moon in Scorpio and um, everything we have going on, we are meant to be having fun and taking pleasure in this human experience. So even if you are going through some struggles or uh, life circumstances that are difficult, or um you know shadow work emotional clearing don't forget to find moments of fun take a break from crying <laughs> if that's what you're doing and that's the place you're in take a break from crying to watch something funny on online or you know anywhere or have a really delicious uh cup of cacao that is my latest obsession cacao ceremony um it makes me feel deeply connected to the earth. It helps ground that that rooting into the earth that is so important right now as Earth is ascending as well. Like I've been mentioning, you may have noticed a few weeks ago I talked about volcanoes and they're erupting all over the place. And all of that, plus the earthquakes, some of it has to do with the CMEs from the sun, and some of it has to do with Earth's Ascension. I don't have a full grasp on the mechanics of all that, um, the cosmology, as it were, uh, but it's formulating. The Mars is also going to be moving into Cancer, which is also about leaving your comfort zone, and it's bringing in a lot of mama bear energy, that feeling that you need to protect And just know that that protection is more about um, protecting the energy and the life that you have thus far created for yourself. And being willing to let go of um, practices, uh, addictions, relationships, jobs, whatever is in your life that is not serving you and is toxic for you. Um, and of course that can evolve, involve a lot of emotional upheaval and a lot of clearing and, um, focus on yourself first. That is the biggest thing while Mars is in cancer is, you know, Mars affects how we take action and having Mars in cancer, uh, you want to focus inward first. There may be a push or a draw, a pull, to go out there and, um, rescue a bunch of other people or take on a cause of some sort. And there's nothing wrong with that either, but, and do it if you need to, but don't forget to look inward first because this is really, um, a portal and time period of light codes, light activation, light integration, activating your DNA in your spine all of that beautiful stuff coming in. Uh, Pluto will be retrograde on the 27th. Uh, that has to do with reflection on power and control. I feel like this is going to have more to do with the world uh, situation and governments, those kinds of things, than um, individuals, perhaps. Uh, But some of you might, so there might be some big shifts socially, politically, maybe um, more improvements in justice, uh, more steps towards that. I know this last week was tough in many ways um, with the verdict and then with more violence at the same time. So be looking at what uh, you are doing with your personal power and control over your life where you need to release control, where you need to take back power. And then on May 1st, uh, I just wanted to point out that, um, even though it's not technically like you wouldn't look at it and think, oh, five, 1 2021, uh, that's not a portal day, but it is a master number day because that adds up to 11, So I always want to point those out. And with all of the liberation and unity and energy that has been coming in, I feel like we are most definitely um, moving into uh, a place of much activation. If you are not feeling the party, if you are not feeling the... The pep and go yet. Don't be hard on yourself. It just means that you're clearing out some things and you need rest. You need reflection. You may need a pause or time to um, let all that settle within your energy field. Um, Try to put at least 10 minutes aside every day. ...for a little bit of gratitude and meditation. And it doesn't have to be overly specific. I had a great conversation with Nimue of Femme Fatal Toro this week... ...which is already up on Spotify uh, and all the other podcatchers. But what she was talking about as far as manifestation is... Um, ...you know, bringing in that feeling of gratitude for everything that's coming without being specific about it, and also being grateful for everything that is already in your life. You know, you don't need to sit there and make a list necessarily. You can if it makes you feel uh, expanded and you enjoy that, but um, just sitting in that feeling of gratitude is very powerful and it helps uh, align your chakras and um allows you to integrate everything coming in with ease. So without further ado, um our inner child this week. Kind of funny, I heard a new a song from an independent artist. It was a new song she put out. And she says in the video on TikTok, um I'm stepping out of my, you know, stepping out of my comfort zone or something like that. Just I guess most of her songs are not happy, (laughs) which as a song artist myself, that's just kind of how it works sometimes is, you know, you tend to write songs more out of, um, places of emotional pain or change or things you're going through. Sometimes, you know, we're not all, um, peppy pop star candy, ear candy. So I listened to it, and it was a very happy song, and it really reflected the way I've been feeling this last week, and then I pulled the inner child cards in there, um, uh, children's animal spirit cards, if you're new here, and I got the cougar saying, you can do it, and then the hummingbird, which I I haven't pulled that much uh, this last year, um, with cheer up. And for some reason, the combination of these two was like so validating and synchronistic in the moment. It made me cry those happy gratitude tears. Um, So you can do it. Your inner child says you can do it. And cheer up. Step out of this density. And hummingbirds are magical beings. All you have to do is read about them a little bit or watch them, and it's a demonstration of magic right in front of your face. Um, it's also a sync for me because I've been having um, information and synchronicities come in about um, co-creation, how creation works, how the universe is an art medium. We're all artists, and this is not just coming in through me. This is through a lot of different channels. You know, I, I'm taking no credit for any of this, uh, but this this symbolizes for me, transformation, a lot of transformation and becoming more aware of how you are creating your personal world, your personal universe. Then, uh, for the Oracle shapeshifter, cards, which I pull for the ego. We have Little Owlin. Uh, little Owlin. Wisdom as light as a feather. I'll probably read from this a bit, but that's pretty clear. Um, you have a lot of knowledge coming in and be lighthearted about it. Be playful with it. And Share what you have to say with the world. Part of what I talked about with a couple of my guests this week was how age has nothing to do anymore with wisdom or knowledge that you need to share with the world. Uh, People are coming to it very quickly and at all ages. And there's a certain knowing. And um, we should all be listening to each other. And if you are feeling like you're not old enough, or experienced enough, or have been doing something long enough, even because you know, people my age are still feeling that way, um, try to let go of that, and sit in your sense of knowingness, and what you know and feel is worth sharing, and people need to hear it. So I will read from this particular card. Little Owlin Speaks. Wisdom is not heavy, harsh, or cruelly given. Wisdom is as simple as being open and ready to receive. And if you are ready, if you have decided that you are worthy and willing to learn, this great horned owl, my other self, wishes for me to give you a feather. So many feather sinks this week, you guys. This feather is a talisman of magic, of wisdom, that endures and can be applied again and again. Its power and wisdom will never run dry or fail to speak words of wisdom to you when you hold it in your mind's eye. The tide will go in and out, but this feather-light piece of wisdom remains constant. The sky will hold the moon and stars and burn bright blue with the golden sun, and this wisdom will never fade or grow into a heavy burden as some knowledge does. You will wonder what to do at times because things have changed, but this soft wisdom will speak to you again and you will find your way. Wisdom is not heavy, crushing, or forceful. This is the truth. This wisdom is soft, light, and to be treasured. It is our gift to you now. Stay still. Give us your hand and feel the gift that we wish to share with you. Feel the wisdom flow into you. Ah, lightness. That's what the book actually says. Use your wisdom wisely and just listen to your own instincts. You know what you're doing. And as long as you're coming from the highest good, you will put good things out there into the world. Oh, I need to go let the kitty in, because I fed him, and now he still wants to be with me. No, no, kitty, kitty. I'm working. Please go lay down over there in the soft, fuzzy blanket. You can't come lay on my cards. Alrighty, then. He is such a funny boy. So, our next shapeshifter oracle card is Dragonling Garden, A New World is Born. We have been getting this card, Xanadu Collective, over and over since December 21st, that big planetary conjunction that happened on the winter solstice. This is all about tending our literal garden, the world we're creating. A new world is born and thank you all who are out there doing your the work to tend that garden. You must shift focus from the old self for that self has fallen away and died and here you are anew. If you shift the focus from the old self and the thousand petty worries and complaints that you can conjure, you will be of service. You will do kind things. You will be cared for. There is no further need to worry, only to live well and in kindness, serving something greater. When you have chosen to do this, something truly miraculous will take place. The people and beings of the old world will fall away, and in your new world will be happiness, bliss, and an enthralling contentment. Now we are free. This freedom that these cards are talking about and that so many of us are talking about is the connectedness, being connected to source energy, which can be represented as your guides, angels, uh, it, re- you know, dimensions, however you perceive it is your, your truth. But connecting with that and finding the inner peace of freedom from all the petty worries is how you step into that place of service and living free, living in joy and living in light. That doesn't mean that nothing difficult or tragic or painful is going to happen the rest of your life, but when you have this connection, this grounding into the earth and this expanded awareness um you're peaceful you have a feeling of inner peace as you go through these experiences and it feels better first of all (laughs) um and it allows you to move through all of the feelings and the processing and the present experience with grace um It's much easier to feel your feelings and let them go, not get them trapped in your energy field and in your body somewhere, Um, not get stuck in uh, grief and sadness and dense emotions for long periods of time. Um, And you are able to maintain a feeling of hope no matter what is happening. That was heavy. Um, I'm so proud of all of you who are out there on this journey and doing this work. Truly, truly, truly. Our highest self, our consciousness, our guides, however you want to think of your highest self. Ace of inspiration. Positive new beginnings. Fresh inspirations. Inspirations. Sparks, opportunities, new cycles of manifestation. The genesis of hopes and dreams, creative downloads, pushing through blocks, illuminated ideas, passion. The prompt is invocations that spark. There's going to be a lot of inspiration and creativity continuing to flow into the consciousness and collective energy. Um, that really came in full force last week and we're going to be continuing to work with that part of that sometimes involves some shadow work and clearing out things. So if you have some things come up, really try to allow yourself to examine it, feel it, know that you're safe in doing so you're supported and protected, and if you're, you know, doing some sort of creative thing like writing or art or music, maybe uh, channel that that shadow energy, whatever it is you're working on, whatever is being mirrored back to you by the world that you need to change your release. You can channel that into your artistic pursuits. Um, then we have the hanged muse. Now, I know in traditional tarot, uh, the hanged man sometimes is, uh, a heavy card considered negative, but that is not the case here. And I love this card really take some time to look at it. Uh, the number three is on the card. It's interesting to me. There are three peaks. We have the third eye representation there, (laughs) a little Illuminati ish, um, a gateway, a portal, and I just love this uh, beautiful woman with granny chic hair and the platform shoes, just hanging up, uh, down upside down there. That muse, flipping your perspective, seeing things anew, being in flow with the universe, letting go, new vantage points leading to new knowledge, empathic understanding. Spiritual lessons. Insightful exposure. That's the prompt. Insightful exposure. You are going to be exposed to a lot of new information. A lot of new outlets for your passions and things that you feel drawn to. And also opportunities to be seen. It's time to get in the flow. And... um, Step into the light and be seen. It's no longer a time to hide. She floats up to the top of the world and hooks her knees around the timeline of her journey. She is long overdue for this pause and things below had been gaining a great deal of out of controlness as of late. With a deep breath in, she sinks into timelessness to enjoy this moment, this gift. She lets go of trying to control it all, more control and letting go of control, surrender and allows the truth to float to the surface of her awareness. Whatever wisdom she will be gifted here today will be implemented later. The hanged muse asks you to take a bird's eye glimpse of your life. Reach out over many years pinpointing the things you cannot change. Let them go. Remember that you see through the lens of your own stories, fashioned only by your perceptions and experience. When you gift yourself the liberty of malleable thinking, you can change your reality with a simple swing on the timeline of life. Hey Galactic Groovers, I'm going to attempt to succinctly tell you what I do and have this little spot on every episode so you can know what I'm all about. You can visit the Square Booking link on my Instagram page or my Facebook page at Grooving Goddess. You can email me at groominggoddess@gmail.com, at gmail.com and to book any readings with me, you can visit that square booking site. As I said, some of the services I offer are an animal communication for 3333 and that is a 30 minute session where we connect with your pets and um, see what maybe they are trying to tell you that you can't quite understand. Then I have a grief mediumship, another 30-minute reading, and that is for anyone experiencing recent grief and having trouble moving through that. My um, specialty seems to be in that area, getting messages and contacting people's loved ones immediately after their passing. I have a mini reading special, which is for mini readings for 4444. I have a Soul Action Plan reading, which is fifty five fifty five and that involves cards for your inner child, uh, earth self, ego self, your highest self, and your galactic team. And then lastly I have Syncretic Oracle readings, which are seventy seven seventy seven as those cards are much more in depth and pretty much cover every reading modality. And then lastly, if you would like to come on my podcast and get a reading live, I will read for you for free. You can book an interview at my square booking site. If you would like to be on my podcast to discuss something groovy, you can also do that at the square booking site. And if you would like me to be on your podcast, you can do that at the square booking site. I look forward to hearing from you. I have a money back guarantee for all my readings and so far, nobody wants their money back. So I feel like I'm helping a lot of folks out there and I would like to help you too. If you have any questions about any of these, give me a DM somewhere, anywhere, all the places. Much love to you all and thank you for listening. If any of you are into jumping timelines, whether it's Two Cups Method or uh, the way I do it, which I'll explain briefly at the end of the reading here, um, give that a whirl this week. If there are things that you have in your past experience that seem to be a sticking point or a blockage for you or something that you're just having trouble letting go of... um, Swing on that timeline of life and land in... I love the visual of, like, swinging on a trapeze like that. Because I always wanted to be a gymnast when I was a kid. I was uncoordinated as... Look, <laughs> so that was not going to happen. But... Um, take that swing and that leap into the timeline where you have let go of that. And... Uh, you are letting those thing go, things go. Sometimes, our perspective of an event by just changing that perspective, trying to see the humanity in the others involved and have compassion for them, helps change your perception, which helps change the way it impacts you psychically, uh, as in your your neur- neural you know your neural pathways. I'm not, I'm talking biology, the human vessel here, not just your energetic being. The poem of this card perspective it flips and ego it quips. Then reality rips parts and pieces in strips. I surrender in clips. When I let go, it slips. Then a total eclipse. Only love on my lips. So you can eclipse all of that baggage from whatever it is you've been holding on to. Maybe it's just your relationship with yourself, how you have been speaking to yourself, thinking about yourself, holding yourself in esteem, only love on my lips, lean into the love everybody. You know you can count on me always saying that. Lastly, our galactic team, which would be like, you know, guide, source, energy, the all angels, ancestors, and dragons. I resonate highly with, or they resonate with me, I suppose, but I bet I'm resonating with them too, or they would not call to me. Um, Deep blue dragon, again, keeps you safe by clearing your pathway. Trust that you are protected. Walk on a path of light. I'll have to look back, but I know we just keep getting this card over and over again. And I'm pretty sure we had it last week as well. They work with Archangel Michael. This is a fifth dimensional dragon. I feel like we are really being asked to proceed, have courage, know that we can do this, trust that we're protected, walk that path of light to help anchor in 5D energy for everyone who isn't there yet. There's a lot of waves of new people awakening and coming in, and we're the greeting party. We are the welcoming committee. Deep blue dragons work with Archangel Michael, the angel of strength and protection. Dragons can delve into deep, dense matter in a way that angels cannot. They can clear and transmute lower frequencies up to one kilometer around those they work with. These frequencies may be our emotions and thoughts or the emotions and thoughts of people in our vicinity. Many of us are very sensitive and do not realize how much the vibrations of others impact us. Every time we walk in a crowd, we are in a sea of mixed energies. And these deep blue dragons are master clearance experts. They blow away the foggy vibrations, and then Archangel Michael can more easily connect with us and place his deep blue cloak around us. So you can call these deep blue dragons in to help you with the shadow work and clearing that you may be doing this week, releasing a lot of emotions, having a lot of things come in. Uh, You can serve the planet by asking deep blue dragons to dive under your shopping mall, schools, big buildings, or anywhere you feel they are needed. To consume dense vibrations and energy. Um, this is really your, your shadow work buddy. You're walking the path of light, um, hand holding, lovely dragon. So call on that dragon if you're so moved, or however your galactic team presents in your life to come in and help you. Clear out with the full moon any of those things which no longer serve you and let go of whatever you need to release. Um, this may be a bit, a bit of a, an emotional week, um, but try to settle into it as being all of the feelings at once because it really is. Then the other dragon we got, which is so exciting when this comes in, and definitely um, if you have crystals that you are highly drawn to, be working with those. Um, I keep my crystals on my bed, under my pillows, in various placements. I have crystals, uh, a certain combination, under each of the four corners of my bed to make it like a... Uh, safe bubble of good energy when I sleep I sleep fantastically Um, I also have a beautiful organite pendant made made by um, hazel halite she's cosmic angel 555 on everywhere but uh, she makes these truly magical and high vibe uh, organite pendants that are otherworldly and since I got that I swear I I sleep great. I have wonderful dreamscapes now, Um, really great travel in my sleep. So the golden Atlantean dragon helps you remember the wisdom of golden Atlantis. Some of you might be having a bit of the Atlantean wound triggering, or maybe this is an opportunity now instead of being triggered and traumatized by it to reframe those thoughts as the hanged muse was talking about and see the entirety of the experience, because if you were there and you did have the experience of getting left behind of sorts, um, there was a beautiful, wonderful existence you experienced before that. And that is part of that story too. And part of that story that we tell ourselves It's time to awaken, bring back your knowledge. So much knowledge this week coming in. Oh my goodness. Gifts and talents reclaim your mastery. This is a seventh dimensional dragon. They hold the keys and codes of the awesome wisdom of golden Atlantis. The golden era of Atlantis lasted for 1500 years, and during this time, the people lived in harmony and happiness at the upper level of the fifth dimension. Uh, Humans, animals, and the land itself radiated a golden aura, and everyone enjoyed soul satisfaction. Source energy powered the great crystal held in the temple of Poseidon, which was the power source for the civilization. The awesome spiritual technology of Atlantis was activated by crystals and mind control. When we are ready to bring back our innate Atlantean knowledge and wisdom, golden Atlantean dragons will come to us and reactivate the gifts and talents and information held within our DNA. Man, I, I, every week I get so much more excited about this soul action plan uh, reading format that I came up with for myself because the couplets every week always coincide. They always have the same theme. And this week it is wisdom, clearing, and DNA activation. Wow. Uh, feel free to adapt that for yourself if it calls to you because I know a lot of you read cards and maybe breaking it out into the individual components of self is helpful for multi-dimensional awareness of your path this card invites you to activate your own personal fifth dimensional blueprint for it contains the light of the incredible era of golden atlantis the golden atlantean dragon who has come to you now Worked directly with all the great masters of atlantis during the halcyon days and remembers exactly who you truly are prepare to reclaim your mastery You are ready to dissolve the final veils of amnesia. I'm going to cry. And your dragon will assist you to do so. Ask it to breathe its golden fire into your third eye. So that the final clearance and awakening can take place. Your dragon will then remain with you. And shine light into you as you prepare to stand in your power. As an Atlantean master had to pause for a minute try to get myself a little more there's nothing wrong with showing emotions but you know like I always say you guys don't need to always hear me ugly cry on here um, I'm feeling so much gratitude and joy and love and pride and excitement and a feeling of reunion with family. The big heavy uh, waves of emotion, and by heavy, I don't mean that they're um, like dense, you know, not just uh, the hard stuff, but it's intense. This week is going to be intense. And Especially if you struggle with the feels, if you are uncomfortable with emotional expression, try to just surrender to it and allow yourself to cry because you're happy or sad or because something strikes you as beautiful. Because that's part of connecting with the all is that feeling of gratitude and unconditional love and peace and unity? Those those feelings help you maintain that connection. Wow, what a week ahead! <laughs> I'm. I would love to hear back from some of you after this next week proceeds or after you listen to this as to how this sits with you or what experiences you actually have um I it's kind of funny because I was arguing with my galactic team about whether I was to pull a syncretic oracle card or a goddess card this week and then I pulled a goddess card and I was like are you guys sure I are you sure about this <laughs> and They said, just trust us when you do the rest of the reading, it will make sense. Uh, So, um, the goddess overseeing this entire um, soul action plan for the week is Sedna. And I love this card. I always have. but Oh, and to make it even funnier, just to be the rebel brat that I am sometimes with uh, Source Energy. I pulled another card anyway from the goddess deck. I was like, well, maybe I got the wrong goddess. (laughs) And then I pulled another goddess of the underworld. So, um, Sedna, her name means the one down there, was once a beautiful Inuit woman who lived with her father. None of the local suitors appealed to her, and she refused to marry until a fulmer, a type of bird, from across the sea, promised to take her to his home of luxury. When she found she had been deceived and was ill-treated, she begged her father to take her home. As the two were crossing the water, a flock of fulmers caused a huge storm to arise. To save his own life, sudden his father threw her into the ocean. As she clung to the boat, he chopped off her fingers, dark, I know, right? Which turned, but it gets better, which turned into whales seals, and all the mammals of the sea. Sedna descended to Adlivum, the Inuit underworld, where she now rules the dead, to ensure that she will continue to send food to hunters. Shamans descend to visit her, comb her hair, and massage her mutilated hands. Sedna is a reminder of the nourishing gifts that are to be found deep in the dark, cold places that we most fear. So this really summarizes everything and I think uh, her journey is more symbolic of the Atlantean experience. I'm going to stop calling it a wound because if we keep repeating wound and trauma over and over and over again, then we're just creating more of that and staying stuck in that story. So... Let's say Atlantean experience and now we're doing Atlantean healing. Uh, But this also talks about the veil of amnesia being connected with the underworld. That allows us to do our shadow work to clear out what no longer serves us. And also um, this week there's going to be a lot of water energy um, in spite of it being Taurus season and all of those things Uh, the full moon is always all about the the ocean but um, especially this week try to get in baths or in natural water bodies or you know go for a walk near water really connect with water as much as possible even if it is in visualization in your mind Um, I see the connection with others and source energy like this sentient ocean that I'm floating in and I'm floating in it with everybody else and I can uh, focus in on different people and know how they're feeling and then also tap into that collective energy so this water imagery is very important and then of course the water also represents flow, you know, getting in flow with the universe. So very briefly, um, oh, I was just checking my messages. It's so funny. Nobody talks to me and then I get on here and I have like 15 notifications. Not that nobody talks to me, but you know what I mean? Usually mornings are kind of quiet. Um, and the ABC demon is trying to draw me back in. Uh, Before I go off on that tangent, as we wrap up here, uh, tangent, I know what the word actually is. I've been having that experience lately where language wants to come out of my mouth differently. Uh, Almost like I'm trying to... um, (laughs) Like channel light language in with English somehow. (laughs) So, so bear with me on that if I sound like a weirdo. Um, Well, I mean, in reality, when do I not sound like a weirdo? (laughs) Uh, So manifestation, which with my meow podcast crew, uh, we've decided that it's spelled M-A-N-A-F-E-S-T because that is you know, mana, uh, life force, and then fest as in festival. Um, because the other spelling and representation of it makes it this, uh, entirely different, um, energetically imbalanced thing as a word. Uh, but anyway, that's just our little thing we're doing. And the meow podcast is a project with, um, Serafina Blackman, uh, Zachary of PsychoSoMagic and um, Zephyr of Voxel 1369 two out of three of them have been on my podcast and we're doing a video podcast with panel discussions about various things. The first episode with Mechanics of Manifestation, as I think I said in the beginning, uh, will be coming out this weekend, probably in tandem with this on YouTube. Uh, so watch for me sharing that on Instagram and all the places, but the YouTube channel is meow podcast. It's M E O W W. So, uh, for me, part of the way that I jump timelines and manifest, um, because I kind of consider it all the same thing at this point is, um, as I'm going to sleep. I say a disappointment comes up I can be very specific about this all right Uh, I want to travel the place I want to go is another country uh, that was on the Muslim ban list and then came off the list so that was exciting and then uh, the State Department this last week made an announcement that they were going to align with the CDC COVID guidelines, which, you know, honestly, duh, it should have been that way before, but we know why it wasn't. We were living in a weird narcissistic fantasy land of poor government. Um, but they were going to be putting 80% of countries on the do not travel list. And I was like, man, please don't let them put this back on because they barely have any COVID there. So that's what makes it. And if they did, it would be like a covert way of banning countries. They just don't want people to, you know, that they want to be on the naughty list for whatever reason. So, um, when I found out about that, I just let myself sit in the disappointment and the worry of it a bit. And uh, think on it and surrender to that feeling. So, it didn't get trapped in my energy field or my psyche. And then I um, brought into my consciousness, seeing me traveling and arriving where I want to go, and uh, I, was, I said out loud, I want to wake up on the timeline where this travel is possible. I want to wake up on the timeline where this travel is possible. And I just kind of repeated that until it felt like it was enough, and I... Thanked source for bringing all of these things that are coming into my life. And I went to sleep. And then I woke up the next day and they released the list. And my country of interest wasn't on it. And I can still go there. So that is how I do it. That is a short uh, manifestation, timeline jumping example. Um... And so I will let you tune into Mechanics of Manifestation with the Meow Podcast for a much more detailed, involved discussion of manifestation. We will definitely be having people on to join our panel discussions that we'll be recording every week. So if you're interested in that, go ahead and shoot me a DM in all the places. Um, Let's see. Oh, so one last little brief tangent. I had an interesting journey this week, uh, and I'm still not exactly sure (laughs) how it's going to wrap up, to be honest, because they're contacting me again and I feel very torn about this. Um, so I will be telling this entire story at some point, uh, with a guest on because it's one of those conversations that will be better with at least another person involved but a friend of mine was murdered 14 years ago um after she went missing we didn't have confirmation that she was murdered for about five years i think uh maybe longer you know it's not something you want to think about all the time right but when she went missing uh we didn't know where she was and it came out that she was doing some sex work to help support her kids. She was a single mom and because of that, um, because she was, you know, like soccer mom, uh, that term and her kids didn't probably play soccer, but she was more of like a dance mom actually, but not like the freaky ones on the reality shows. Um, so When that came out, it became a national news story and fascination, and it was awful. It was way before the term sex work or sex positive or any of that was on the horizon. And there would be things like in the local paper, someone wrote, you know, they would write a letter to the editor saying like, why are we spending all this time looking for a dead hooker? I mean, it was atrocious. So uh where my energy was at then was super mama bear. I mean, it kind of always is, but because I had some entertainment experience and I had dealt with the press um in relation to my cover bands that I, that I was in and then the, the other band I was in. Um I kind of got nominated as the the friend spokesperson because um After, like, one interview, most of the other moms that knew her, because we were all in a mom's group together, they just were like, I cannot, I can't do this. And, um, so anyway, I got called into that whole situation. And I have been interviewed so many times. Uh, Last year, um, I flew to New York to promote the last show that I did on Dr. Oz. The show is for headline news. And anyway, I, I, I did that last one because I felt like I should. And then, uh, I knew there was going to be a reward that came out of it. I have never been paid for doing this. I have never promoted myself in any way around these interviews, but at any rate, I did this and, um, I got a free trip to New York, which I would not have gotten to take before the pandemic started, like literally the week it arrived. And, uh, I got to meet my great uncle and, um, an uncle that I had never met. And that was really, um, a wonderful opportunity. So I was kind of done with the whole thing. And then ABC 2020 (laughs) contacted me, um, and the producer sounded she's they're wonderful people they're good people but they're still creating content and media that i feel like at this point is probably harmful to her adult children and is i find to be parasitic And my words are going to be twisted. So anyway, I was supposed to do that interview Tuesday. I got physically ill enough so that I wasn't able to do it. That was a whole journey. And now they're contacting me again to ask me if I'm feeling better. And if I still want to come record, because I guess they feel like they need me for this project, but I don't need them. And I don't know that I am willing to do this, especially not for free anymore. It's kind of like, okay, you want to put this content out there? Show me the money if you're so damn desperate to have me talk on camera. And this is no shade to anybody who is. I mean, because part of me wanted to go on there and address the way she was treated at the time versus how it would be handled now. And uh, address what it is like to leave an abusive uh spouse and father of your children and try to maintain stability for them afterwards and how desperate you are to do that because you are trying to make up for what they've experienced so i am really torn about this i don't know what i'm gonna do I guess I'll stop this recording and go look at the messages and maybe talk to my galactic team a little, maybe ask that Atlantean dragon what to do. But I really just feel like I'm not on that timeline anymore. I'm not on the timeline where I'm okay with all this true crime stuff because I know everybody's fascinated with it and I understand why, but every crime story Has a person and all their loved ones and friends and community and people they're attached to. that just gets re-traumatized over and fucking over again. So that some network. Okay, I think I'm making a decision right now. So that some network can get some clicks, make some money, get some views, get some ratings, get an Emmy, get a promotion. I mean, it's their job to manipulate me into doing it. Basically, and then they're going to take my words and use them however they want. So I guess I'm not doing it. And the timer's about to run out on this recording. So it's time to sign off. But I love you all so much. Thank you for the work you're doing. If I can be of service, you know where to find me. And uh, make your moon water. Charge those crystals. Enjoy this pink full moon. Much love.
1: song about the place i come from its starts on the moon at all where people's hearts are filled with passion i miss it so cause i'm here chasing love in my land of great romantics i'm the biggest dreamer of them all no way to stop their desire to change and to improve our world one invented Esperanto ready to move And to try something new I'm convinced that Chopin too Would it stop if he had a chance to cruise though it's true that I only know very few Simple words of his language I cracked it, every Because the only words we need To communicate are the ones that can help me say I do love you And they make me understand you love me too Our love will take this flow by storm If it's funny. don't know, we don't even realize So you might get a better picture And if I say that I'm this planet today We all have the same odds I don't claim I'm curioca, but it's always true that I only know very few Simple words of real language I've it. I've decided Because the only words we need To communicate are the ones That can help me say I do love you And they make me understand you love me too